Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hello, 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 everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Be talking about some Starship stuff today. Actually, got to bounce ideas off you guys today. Hello, everybody. Um, if you're new to the show, my name is Will. I am the host of the Space News Pod. And uh, yeah, welcome. Everybody, welcome. Got a lot of people uh, tuning in probably about Starship stuff. Um, so I want to say hi to everybody and welcome everybody to the show. There's a Crew One launch tomorrow. Gonna be here for that. Gonna do that live. So make sure to tune into that. Subscribe. Ring that bell. <laughs> Please like and subscribe. Shmoo, what's up? Uh, Arash, how you doing? Andre, Andy, Mel. Uh, who else is here? We got some people coming in hot. We're coming in hot. <laughs> so basically tonight, um, I want to throw ideas out there to everybody. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from from you about what you think we should be doing with the with the crew you know because i am we're start okay so we're starting this journey we launched a video yesterday it's doing really well actually um the starship flight in observation deck video is doing really well so i want to i want we're going to build more decks for that right so we're eventually we're going to get to like the crew part where people are going to be living so what i want to do I just want to throw ideas at you. I want to get some feedback and I want to know what you guys think, because there's numerous ways to do this, right? So many different ways to do this. And I would love to get your guys feedback on what you think is going to happen with Starship. Um, and I know Elon has, you know, said a couple things here and there, and there's some, there's some drawings out there, but we're going to start from a clean slate and we're going to kind of push forward with what we feel is going to be really cool, um, you know, for the starship for the future. Um, the video was really cool. Thanks, Bob. Yeah. So, so I'm going to give tons of credit to Neil. Um, uh, Neil, this, that was his brainchild, right? So he wanted to do that video and I was like, okay, I'll help you. Tr like, we'll fa I'll facilitate whatever you need. Um, you just go buck wild and go crazy. And then we came up with that. Like we, we put our heads together. Mel was there. Mel was helping out. Um, she was keeping us on track uh, because we were just like a couple of freaks. <laughs> Neil and I were just like, hey, let's just do whatever we want to do. And then, you know, we kind of we kind of pulled the trigger at the last second. And we're just like, we're doing this in a day. We got everything together. Everything's there. And Neil was like, can we do it in a day? And I was like, 
I guess so. So we did it. We just put it all together. We edit. Neil did it. Neil edited everything. Um, I voiced it and did the commentary and stuff. But Neil edit was like the guy behind this one. So Neil did it. Um, yeah, every everyone involved. So everyone here that's chatting right now. Yeah, you guys helped too. So when will the rest of the Starship animation come out? Arash, um, it's going to be an episode. So, okay, so we're working on it, right? So we're working on it right now. We've officially started yesterday. We launched that one. And then we like literally had a discussion about what we want to do for the next one. We actually had that uh, the next deck in mind before the first one. So we have, we have the whole ship kind of planned out, but we're still working on like little details and stuff. And that's why I want to talk to you guys about it because I think it's so, so important that we get as many ideas as we can for the starship videos, because I mean, it's all of us, right? It's all of us working together. Another space said, Hello. Uh, Rush, you're very, really excited. Very cool, man. I am super excited, too. I can't wait for the next one. Um, Neo Pork was really, really fun to work with. Really great to work with, and I'm excited to do more stuff with him. You're capturing the feedback and taking notes. Thanks, Mel. Um, too scripted, lol. <laughs> nice, Andre. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. Starship video is very cool. Thank you. What do they always show special launch chairs in every concept starship? Can't everyone just be strapped to their bed for launch? I mean, I guess they could. I mean, you you probably could. Um, I'm not sure. So I'm not a rocket therapist, but I'm not sure if a seated position helps with G-forces or not. More than likely it does because that's how everybody launches a rocket or you know, you're sitting in a, in a plane, you're not laying down. So I would assume that it helps with maintaining body structure and it's not like smooshing all your organs together. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how the G forces work, but I'm assuming, um, I like those question marks too. Saves on room too, John. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A uh, living component should be as warm and cozy as possible. Perhaps the current interior design of SpaceX is too cold and lifeless. Shmoo, that's a great idea. So you think in like, um, you thinking like I don't know what what kind of walls are you thinking because right now we're thinking you know uh, crew dragon right so crew dragon very stark very minimal you don't want extra stuff but then there's something like the space station which just has junk everywhere literally I'm gonna try to find this for you guys um, Yeah, check this out. I got I got to show you this. Way too much unnecessary space in the ship needs to be more space efficient in your opinion. Nice. Yeah, I so that's those are the things we love these ideas. Um why can't I Okay, there we go. Uh visit the space station. I'm waiting for Google Earth to to uh, load up. Well, a few years ago on our space, like there was a bamboo wood design for the original. It's design, and it was so cozy, it felt like a home. And Shmoo, that's the important thing too, because, um, like you're gonna be gone for months, right? 
like you're going to be gone seven to nine months, anywhere in between that. And you got to make it comfy. So your chairs are going to be comfy. You know, the launch chairs can be utilitarian. Like they serve a purpose. You're launching in a chair. You're sitting there. You know what's going to happen. It's going to be a giant blast under your butt. And you're going to be launching to space on the way to Mars. So launch windows or the launch seats serve a purpose. Those seats in our video, we never got around to it because we just didn't have time. Now, those seats will fold into the floor. Um, we didn't get the animations done in time. Those seats will fold into the floor and open up that area for observation and, you know, whatever else. Some people were suggesting like a workout area up there, like a gym area, like gym equipment is stowed in the walls and then it comes out of the walls. Um, so that's going to be crazy. How big are the windows going to be? Plastic mug. We aren't sure, right? So structurally, we're not sure how big the Starship windows will be. Um, from what we've seen so far, pretty big. Um, now, let me let me show you this real quick. I want to show you guys what the interior of the space station looks like. Because I think it's absolutely necessary that we take a look at this. Um, so this is a wall on the space station. Check this out. Let me get to a good one. Okay. So Starship, our Starship interior was very stark, very beautiful, beautifully designed, but check out the space station. I've done this before. I've shown this before on the, on the channel, like numerous times. Look at how much stuff is on this wall. The Starship will be the main hab on Mars for the first few. Yeah, that's, yeah, Timothy, exactly. They, they need to bring everything that they can with them. So do you want a wide open observation area at the top deck like we had? Or would you rather have it look like this? Eventually it will look like something like this because you need to stow things. You need to put things places. Now look at this. Pads on all the walls, Andy. That might be a good idea. Um... And at least at least places to grab hold and put your feet in, things like that. Like you can see these bars right here. These bars, we need some of those in our starship. We need places for people to hold on to. We need this is funny. You guys see this? Looks <laughs> like a kid's room crap all over. Yeah, there's like Colgate, there's toothpaste, there's a razor up here. It's like this nasty place. Debs, thank you for that super chat. Um, they will need to store 10,000 10, of meals, even for 16 crew. Yeah, Timothy, it's going to be a big undertaking. And, you know, which part of the starship are they going to store that on? And that's the thing that we're working on, too, is like where the things go, which decks are where. And um, how how it's going to affect the people live literally living in this um, living in this starship. So yeah, it's going to, and they're going to be on the way for about eight months. You know, let's just say eight months, like a nice round number, eight months. So what do you do for eight months? You can't just hang out for eight months, especially if you're in space. Like you gotta, you gotta send back data. So there's gotta be places where you can observe things. Right. And if you're, flying straight at Mars with the nose first, the observation deck is the best way to do that. Um, 
when the starship is traveling, will it spin to give some gravity when not accelerating? That's a really good idea. Um, I don't know if this, I mean, if it spins, it's going to have to, I, that might be dangerous for it to spin so much for that. I don't think so though. I don't think it would. Um, Velcroed boxes as well as Velcroed sticky material on the walls and the board. So we need to put things like this, like, these are all probably Velcroed or stick, sticky walled, you know, these are probably sticky walled on. So these are the thing and there's baby wipes right there. These are baby wipes. <laughs> Elon said it won't spin. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> eight months of Among Us IRL. Oh, no, I don't want to be sus. Yeah, don't throw me out an airlock, bro. <laughs> Bad room scare me. Can't afford to donate. But I did share it to my 2300 friends. Thank you so much, John. I appreciate that. Um. Yeah, look up living on the ITS on our SpaceX for four years ago. Bob, wow. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that super chat, man. That is insane. Thank you so much. I will use that to make the new video. Literally, no, that's what super chat. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. You know what's wrong with health and fitness? You weaponize it against yourself. Why didn't you go to the gym today? You're so lazy. Ah, why did you eat that? You have no self-control. Stop it. At Beachbody, we think training and caring for your body in a way that works best for you should be about loving yourself. Let us help you without all the judgment. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. That's, too, that's what memberships do. Make new Starship videos. That's what we're working on. So thank you so much for that $20 donation. That's so, so nice. So nice of you. Um, okay, so let's get back into this. I just got overwhelmed. That's so sweet of you. Um, so yeah, anyway, getting back to the space station. So look, look at what the space station looks like. There's wires everywhere. There's cables everywhere. There's like what seems to be a router. I don't know what this thing is, but it looks like somebody is like trying to make something here. They're like some sort of crazy science experiment. So this is the interior of the space station. And we don't want like this is a this is a hab, right? Or not a hab, but this is a, a storage area right down here. I'm not sure where this goes to. Which one is this? It doesn't tell you. Uh, I don't know. I have another thing, but we're going to they're going to have to store stuff. So the best way to store things is probably on the walls right on or in the walls and if you have the interior of the starship then you gotta you gotta think about like is it safer to have drawers that pull out with all this stuff in here or is it better to have just put stuff in bungees right andre dude thank you so much thank you for the 25 man you are amazing wow this is so, so nice. Thank you so much. Um, 
dude, I can't, I don't even know what to say. Thank you so much for that. We're going to use it for the next deck. Um, damn, <laughs> John, John, damn with the exclamation point. I love that exclamation point. That's sweet. Thank you for that super chat though. That's so, so sweet of you. Thank you. Um, so hello for the, hello from the grave. I was going to say, Grug, it mixed your name with cave. Uh, hello from the cave. Pay Neil and Mel. Yeah, we're going to, we're doing it all, man. We got this. We got this. We'll take care of everybody. We'll take care of everybody. Um, so do we, do they put this stuff on the walls like this? Um, Andre, thank you so much for that. And Bob and Deb, thank you so much. Do they put on the walls with, with bungees? You know, is that, is that not aesthetically pleasing? You know, like who cares about what it looks like as long as it works. Right. Is that what I'm, is that what I'm thinking? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So the, so we have a starship here, right? So we have a starship here. This is the part that we worked on up here with the windows, the top, what, eighth of the rocket up here, probably, probably eighth, something like that up here. These models are available on Bohimso, B-O-H-I-M-S-O on Etsy too, by the way, they help out the show. They, uh, they supply me with models for stuff like this, shows like this. Um, Bohimso, B-O-H-I-M-S-O. So that was the observation deck and the flight deck. And then if we move down, I mean, this could be crew area. It could be habitat area. Could be where you work on, you know, where you work stu on stuff. You know, a work area. Could be where you work out. Um, could be a, a combination of things, too. And then down here, maybe there's storage underneath. And through the whole thing, through the whole center, there's a hole in it. Basically, so you can float from room to room, um, from deck to deck. Hello, I'm a fan. Foxy, hello. Thank you. I'm a fan of yours, too. Are we in the ISS? Greg, yes, we are. The Skylab running wheel. Oh, that would be sweet. Um, but so let's let's go back over here. Let's go to this area, right? Because right now we're in storage. And if we go this way, computers on the walls, there's junk. On, there's just like trash on the walls. <laughs> it's not actual trash, but it's, you know, Colgate, Suave. I think that's Suave, something. Some hair stuff. And then we have some vents. Uh, we have some signs up here. I can't really see what that says. There's another, but uh, there's things everywhere, right? things everywhere there's a couple laptops right there but you can store because it's 3d space right so right now i have stuff behind me right i have stuff behind me on my walls i have this shelf back here and i could put another thing back here i have things in front of me and i have things on either side of me but on a space station or when you are in space you have up and down as well to put stuff so i could line my whole ceiling with gear right so we're gonna have we're gonna need food we're gonna need water we're gonna need um you know food water changes of clothes we're gonna need things to keep people healthy and safe um we're gonna need medication we're gonna need all sorts of stuff so do you put that on the walls right so that's that's storage like storage 101 is like what do we put on the walls and then what are the sleeping quarters like 
you know, is it going to be a bed? Um, is it going to be like a little a tube that you slide into? <laughs> I don't know. You know, is it going to be a, is it going to be a tube? Are you going to be living in a tube for a while? Um, or are you going to be like you lay up against the wall? Like the space station. What about radiation? Right. And I've seen numerous renders of a starship with a radiation. Um, like a, a solar burst defense area right in the middle, like right around here where all the crew, it, wherever you are in the ship can just float to that area and get inside the radiation area, the radiation deterrent area. So like right in the middle of the starship, that would be pretty cool. Um, but the walls, I'm not sure how they're going to line them. I'm not sure what they're going to line the walls with to uh, deter radiation though. Um, do you think crew one launch is more significant than demo two? Um, I think they're both significant in their own ways. Yeah, I think, I think demo two is really great because it showed that the, the technology is there possible. And I think crew one is also amazing because now fully operational, fully backed by NASA. And they can just, they can just go now. They just go, go, go a tube. <laughs> now what's to sleep in a tube pods for sleeping. Do you think the pods will open up like, like in one of those alien movies? <laughs> Do you think that's what, like, if you in like, you're in a pod with like a glass, sh like shield over your face, like every single sci-fi movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, you know, those mini sleeping pods in Japan. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. But do they, yeah, do, what are they, how do you stay, how do you stay safe in a pod like that? Like, how are you going to, are you going to flip out? You know, what happens if somebody flips out? Um, yeah. What if somebody flips out? Like, do, are they just going to fly out of their, out of their tube? What's going to happen there? So we got to, we got to make sure that they're safe in their tubes and because who knows what's going to happen in space. There's meteors, there's just junk in space, but there's tons of space in space too. Um, which we expect, um, uh, SN eight to fly. I think after crew one sometime after crew one sometime, not exactly sure. Um, can't be worse than your rack in the Navy. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, and it has to be, has to be comfy enough because you're in, you're in a place where no one's ever been before. Right. Um, thanks John for that. Uh, got to go hit the bell, make it a fun show. So when it's posted later, I'm entertained watching it. Nice. <laughs> Everyone hit share for the growth purpose. Thanks, John. I appreciate that. Um, let's do his pod. It's shaped like starship and opens like starship. The pod is <laughs> that would be crazy. Like you're you're in like it's like a starship inception. You're you're in starship and then you're in a starship inside starship. That <laughs> that's awesome, man. Um, you can store material and then 3D print certain things as you need them instead of storing it. Also, the current ISS design is pretty easy. Just a sleeping bag and a soundproof box. Yeah, that's pretty simple. And up there, you don't need a really sweet bed. Right, you need to be comfortable, but it's different, and there's not there's no gravity, so you're not going to be sucked down onto a bed. It's going to be floating there, right? Zip yourself up in your bag. So people that are like ISS, we don't need it, dude. We need that. 
we need the ISS. Don't decommission that thing. Because we've learned so much about living in space from the ISS that now we can take that knowledge and move it to something like uh, star, Starship. Yeah, Starship. I was going to say Star X. <laughs> like Starship. Um, Mars Direct 3.0. Ooh, nice. Um, yeah, so that is... So, yeah. Starship. I think sleeping in a bag on a wall, right? I think that's the best way to do it. A cool, like you got to make it cool though, right? You're going to be the first people there. Make it luxurious. Make it a really nice sleeping bag. And it's going to get cold in space. You know, there's, man, things happen on the ISS that, you know, air pressure, cabin pressure goes down sometimes. Um, Not always, not always. Let me see here. I can do it here. There's more stuff to uh, to take a look at too. What do we need? Right? We need food. We need water. We need oxygen. All that stuff will be in um, cabins below. Right? So we're gonna have living quarters, and then we're gonna have probably underneath all that stuff. Depends on how volatile it is. You know, if you lose one deck. You can quarantine that deck off, but also if you lose one deck, you lose everything. So should you spread the food out throughout the ship? Is it safer to do it that way? On all the walls, there's like candy bars and stuff. Eugene, thanks for that new sub. Um, You know, should you spread that stuff out? Should it be in one deck? I mean, as an engineer, I'm assuming they're thinking... Man, it doesn't seem like the best idea to do it on one deck. It seems like a really bad idea to have everything in one spot. Um, so maybe maybe we can think about that too. Look at there's medical supplies on the walls. There's like a little hammer here, I think. I think that's what that is. A little little ice hammer chisel thing and some scissors and a scalpel, maybe? Is that a scalpel? Let me zoom out a little bit. Looks kind of scalpel-y to me. And then you got a tube. Tubes are awesome. Tubes are the best way to go to the hab. Whoa, I just flew someplace. Yeah, more storage. Here you go. And who's this guy? What does that say? Oh, I missed him. Where'd he go? You see that guy's face? Something, something. Oh, he's around here somewhere. Where'd he go? I think he's down here. Okay, so we can find, I think we can find him again. There he is. Okay, let's try to zoom in on him. Hello, Expedition 50. Welcome to Cygnus A7. That's awesome. Just like a random dude in here. Um, Sleep in the bay with windows and wake up to see that you flying past Earth. Yeah, Matthew, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, do you sleep in the crew? Is there a crew quarters or do you sleep in the observation area and just watch space? Like, I wouldn't sleep. Eric Johnson, thanks for that new sub. Um, What if the bed was uh, spinning like a rocket? Ooh, the one deck is not a good choice. Yeah, I agree. Andre, I totally agree with that. Uh, multi-place to store most everything, most just food. Yeah, food and water in O2 should be stored throughout the ship, I think, as opposed to one deck. Foxy, you're a new sub. Welcome. Yeah, so, I mean, 
there's so many so many storage bags okay so so many storage bags in here and then they have this this dude right there oh we just went past him but as we were saying before little scalpel possibly i don't think that's a scalpel because that'd be super dangerous some scissors go to the next deck go to the next deck now look at this look at this place Look at this place. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Just look at all this stuff, right? This is probably what Starship is going to end up like eventually. And, and I'm like, it's an eight month trip. It's an eight month trip. So I'm assuming that they need stuff, right? These are all the electronic stuff. Shmoo, thank you for the uh, thanks for the sub. Check out this, the Russian segment even more cramped. Why is it? It seems like everything in Russia is just really close together. Everything that Russia builds are like utilitarian. Let's do this. But look at this. More scissors. We got a little calculator there. I think that's a calculator. We got a something, some other sort of little device. We got a bunch of laptops. Or we got one laptop and a bunch of screens up here, little screens. You don't need big, beautiful screens to do your job most of the time. You just need whatever works because you're probably not going to be there for hours. But most importantly, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys see this, but I believe that's duct tape. And there's also some copper style duct tape. But look at how the duct tape is on there. I think the duct tape is duct tape, duct taped to the duct tape rolls. <laughs> there's oh there's a label maker oh that's a good idea that's a label maker up here this thing or this thing up here the big one or the small one put the put the eight month supply for a starship look how many cars missions we had in the last eight months cars missions i'm confused the big one okay so that's the label maker probably that would make sense because there's all these pens below it. Cars missions. I'm totally confused by that. Uh, also, iPads for entertainment or like if people want personal computers, they use them on ISS and they're super reliable. Shmoo, I agree with you. Creature comforts. I, I put that in my little slide thing over here. Creature comforts, personal items, mobile phones, headphones, the media that you consume. Like That's important, man. Like I can't go to sleep. Oh, CRS. I thought you meant cars. I was like, what? How many cars did we do in the last eight months? Yeah, exactly. Tons. <laughs> CRS. Oh, yeah. I was like, dude, we launched cars? I thought there was only one of those. Um, mobile phone, headphones, media. Like, I can't go to sleep without listening to Audible books. I'm also, let's see, what do I got going on right now on my Audible? This is they keep okay. So this is really funny too. Um, I listened to a Brian Green, uh, the Hidden Reality. This one, this book, every night before I go to bed. Uh, it's kind of out of focus, but um, Brian Green, Hidden Reality, great audiobook. If you want to learn about, if you want your mind freaking blown, listen to that. Um, <laughs> Starship, but it's duct tape, right? <laughs> Starship, go burr. burr. Microphones. There's also like, is that a microphone right there? But look at all this junk. So 
camera lenses. There's a bunch of camera lenses in, and this is genius. Watch this, watch this camera lenses in a zippy, like a zip bag. I think those are camera lenses. This is what they look like. Big old flashlight right there too. Like if somebody breaks into the, breaks into the ISS, someone's going to whack them with that flashlight. <laughs> uh, so the Starlink would be used on starships. So we space nerds can watch documentaries on the creation of starship and the space race. So, Oh, that would be, that would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, this is this is pretty interesting to see how much stuff and I've gone over this like we've we've talked about this a bunch of times. And this is what, kind of what spurred the conversation to start the Starship videos. It's like just looking at this junk. It just looks messy and scary. Like what happens if, you know, you're just hanging out, you know, you you're flying through this area and you whack your leg on something and then you start spinning out of control, your foot catches one of these one of these wires and you rip all these wires out seems kind of dangerous, but this is kind of like what it's going to be like to fly through the center starship. You know, each, each habitat will have it like in between the decks will have a, a porthole basically, or a hole. Um, so we're using that, using this as a reference. The ISS is a pretty big reference for us. Um, you could bring two movies to Mars. What movies would you bring, Matthew Pryor? Good, good, good. That's a really good question. Yeah, what movies would you bring? I hope, I hope Starship looks nicer in size. Yeah, ISS does look a little messy. See, it looks messy. And look at this also. This is if something happens to somebody, there's a medical board that you can strap them to. That's what that looks like, doesn't it? But it looks messy, but there's a place for everything. Is that a printer? They have a printer on the wall. What the heck? I'd bring our idiot brother in the last unicorn. 2001 Space Odyssey. Nice. I'd bring Alien. No, I wouldn't bring Alien. That'd be too creepy. I'd bring the Martian in the last man on the moon. Oh, know that movie. Is it called Moon? It's just called Moon, I think. It looks messy, but I suggest thinking about the interior from the perspective that up and down doesn't matter and that everything is relative. That's partly why ISS is a mess. Yeah, and that's what I was trying to say. It's like, it's a mess, but it's really not. Like, everything has a place. It's kind of like my studio here. Like, it seems like, you know, to me, it seems really messy. And then I go around and I'm like, man, actually, it's kind of not bad. I can do stuff in here and I get stuff done. Okay, so handholds on the right you're going to need those while flying you're literally going to be flying through starship on your way to the next deck there's a guy there's a man oh he's gone he was a ghost he's sus that guy's sus he won an event he just disappeared where'd he go where'd you go buddy there's another flashlight did we were we already here is this a different flashlight oh no I think we've already been here. Maybe not. I don't remember. No, I don't think we've been here. What's down that hole? Camcorders. We got Zeddy. I don't know what that one is. Got a bunch of batteries on that one. Laptop. More duct tape. Duct tape all over the ISS, by the way. 
how do you enable live chat? Uh, there's a setting in your YouTube settings. My room is a mess. It's full of space things and Legos, Matthew. I do it. I hear you. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I'm like, I can't. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't do it. Because um, I just have so much stuff. And it's all like, it's either space related or something like that. You know, some, something to do with like the show or space related in some way. I'd see Starship's interior being more pie wedges around the center, central core flare shelter, um, giving you the ability to isolate sections, and then store the life support gear in the core. Oh. OK, so the central core is life support and solar flare shelter. So we could do like a little bit of food, a little bit of water, you know, like a month's worth of food and water in there and solar flare shelter, um, life support systems like O2, et cetera. That sounds like a, that sounds like a good idea, actually. Um, let's see. Yeah. And it, like the ISS, who said that in chat that it's a lab? uh somebody said that in chat let me a starship is not a lab timothy yeah yeah but it kind of is too you know it's it's going to be a lot of things so it's going to be a transport but it also like what are you going to do for eight months you're not just going to hang out you know you're not just going to like watch movies and stuff it's going to be a lab because the first starship to go is has to be has to pave the way for the second starship and the second starship has to pave the way for the third starship. So on the way for one and two, three is going to be better than one and two because one and two experiment along the way. Um, do you think New Shepard will launch humans to space this year, Grug? I, 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 so I don't want to be a doubter. So I really, I really want them to. I really wish they would. Um. I hope they do. I really do. Um, Starship interior could change throughout missions. Like it could be bigger for more people going to the moon or be much smaller for a small crew going to Pluto. Yeah, Matthew, that's why we did um, as many seats as we did for our, for our show because, or for our video, because um, we thought it was, we thought it was prudent to, uh, hold on. I'm getting the uh, wrong video here. Let's see here. Let me get to the video, actually. And then we can take a look, see at what the interior looks like, kind of. So if you look at this, that's what we have. We have, and I'm kind of like circling around a little bit, but this is our video um, for the Starship interior right there. 16 seats, you know, to go to Mars. That's a that's plenty of people, right? You have three people in charge, um, a commander, two co-pilots, engineer, etc., um, but then you have the rest of the people, um, whether it's, you know, people to take photos and videos, utilitarian people who are engineers who fix things, botanists who grow food, etc. But 16 seems like a pretty good core group of people, 16 to, between 16 and 18, to get people to Mars, right? Because that's all they need to do. They just need to get there. They just need to get there and then they're good. Um, but they, they don't need a lot of people, you know, they need room for stuff. 
whether that stuff is experimental, whether it's food, because they're going to need to grow their own food on the way. Um, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to bring all their food. They're going to probably bring hydroponics type of food, you know, where they can grow things like they do on the space shuttle or the space shuttle, the uh, space station. So they're probably going to bring food to grow. Is it going to be potatoes? Maybe. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool, though. Um, uh, they need a room to build, remodel, or put together objects if something deteriorates, breaks, or becomes in disrepair. Yeah, like a like a workroom, right? So like a, a workstation. That would be really cool. Because if something breaks, like you said, you got to take it to like a bench. Or, I mean, I guess not a bench. Maybe a bench. I mean, how do they fix stuff on the ISS? Probably a bench. Um, but if you want to check this video, the Starship... Uh, SpaceX Starship Interior Flight and Observation Deck. It's on our channel right now. Um, micro agriculture. Yes, Mel. Exactly. Man, they may need to eat insects. I'm sure they would too. I'm sure they wouldn't care. I, I'm if I were going to Mars for the first time, I wouldn't care. I would go. I would eat whatever they told me to. Um. Yeah, pretty cool. But I mean, if you think about it, how, what kind of food are they going to eat in our in our um, video, the uh, Starship uh, interior flight and observation deck? We go over what kind of food the early astronauts like Yuri, et cetera, um, Apollo missions, uh, what kind of food they ate. Because the first couple missions, they didn't really eat that good. It's like squeezy tube food. Uh, thanks, Liam, for that sub. Appreciate that. We uh, let's see. Do you think the public will be as interested in returning to the moon as in the Apollo era? Um, it's a really good question. I think there's going to be interest, and I think it's going to be similar, but I don't think it's going to be the same because there, I think it's going to be bigger. I think it's going to be bigger. Mainly because we have other people that are telling us the information as well, right? So we have people like myself, we have YouTubers, we have all the social media stuff. So the word can get out there more. And it's not just like Walter Cronkite telling you that people are sending, you know, people are launching on the moon. They can hype it up. They can really hype it up. So I'm assuming that it's going to, I don't know if it'll be bigger but I think it'll be, it's going to be different, but it's going to be great regardless. Uh, I would like a big bowl of pasta on my flight to Mars. I don't know if that's a good idea, man. It would be delicious though. There's got to be some carb alternatives. Um, showers or squeeze bottles filled with water. Yeah. See, that's the other thing too. Like how much of that water can be reconstituted? How are they, how are they going to reconstitute it? Are they going to use that water for plants afterwards? Are they going to use it for sh more showers? Are they going to use it to drink? How are they going to use it? You know, if you take a shower, the water's dirty now. It's full of soap and, you know, all that stuff. Um, but also, how much soap do you use when you're going to Mars? Like, there's probably not going to be much soap available. So, you know, uh, moist towelettes, if you will, for the first month, probably. Uh, and then you take a shower probably once a month. I'm assuming like get yourself, keep yourself clean. I don't know that because that's a long trip. Um, not really shower and more like washing your hands. Yeah. That's, it's kind of more like that. It's more like kind of just 
whatever you can do to get as much stuff as clean as you can. Because humans have lived without showering forever. It's just kind of a new thing. Like showering is kind of a new thing. Uh, zero gravity areas, they don't have capabilities to shower. Yeah. So they got a, you got a sponge bath, basically. I need a bug. Yeah, I do. I need bugs, too. If I were going to Mars and they're like, hey, the only thing you can need on the way to Mars is a bug. There's bugs. So on the ISS, over 90% of water is reused, sweat, and we recycled for coffee. See, that's another thing. Keep the ISS around. We need it for things like this. Um, you know, for Starship missions, we need the ISS for these things. Um, yeah, moist towelettes. There we go. Check this out. Like I was saying, moist towelettes. Maybe somebody took a shower right here next to this laptop area. Oh, this is trash. It says trash. <laughs> Huggies trash. So maybe that's where you store your trash. What do you do with your trash when you're in space? You put it in these little Huggies bags. Um, how thick would the glass on the starship be? Um, we're actually we're doing research on that too, because the debris from space is no joke. So uh, there's got to be there's a material out there that, um, and I don't want to I don't want to say it yet because I'm not 100% sure if we're going to use it for our video or not, but there's a material out there that could withstand all this stuff with giant by making giant windows as well. Cause some other materials, you need a certain amount of space. Like a five foot window is as big as you're going to get it. But uh starship windows can be huge if you use this material and um, it's just kind of want to uh, transparent aluminum. Yeah. Transparent aluminum is one of the materials. Uh, yep. That's one of them. That's uh, it's widely talked about. Um, yeah, thank again, guys. Thanks for those super chats. Um, Debs, Bob and Andre, thank you so much for that. That's going to literally help build the next um, build the next video, the next deck for this video. Um, Grug, I really want to go to space in my lifetime. Do you think it will be possible on a lower salary? I think you're going to need at least 100,000, man, probably 150. Um, yeah, at least 150,000. So if you can save up for 150,000, that'd be cool. Laminate and Sapphire. Oh yeah. Uh, there are ideas to fly Starship backwards facing the sun so that debris doesn't hit it and the engines stay cool. I've heard about that too, Shmo. So how do you get to, how do you get to Mars without damaging a Starship? And B, people that are in the Starship. Uh, starship point-to-point, point, maybe 5,000? Maybe. I mean, they're they're thinking um, low-Earth orbit Starship launch is 2 million. So 5,000 per person times 100 people. Yeah, that's that'll do it. You know, it's pretty close. Find a career where your company has a reason to send you into space. That's the way to do it. If you want to do something, if you want to have, um, you know, if you want to have the... Uh, the opportunity to go to space, find somebody who will pay for you to go to space. That'd be pretty cool. Hopefully we as low income earners will not see space unless we become astronauts. And I'm going to go, I, if I can get it, if I get the opportunity, I'm going to go. I mean, if I, if I have the money and somebody's like, Hey, it's a hundred thousand dollars. Either you buy a house or you go to space. 
I don't know what I would do. What would you guys do? If you, okay, so say if a trip to space is $100,000 and you had a choice of buying a house to live in forever or going to space once for like 15 minutes and then coming back down, not orbital, non-orbital space, non-orbital flight, you just go up, you come back down. Maybe in like uh, one of these guys. The old New Shepard. Maybe. These are available in the Blue Origin store. I'm not a Blue Origin employee or anything, but Blue Origin store. Go check them out. There's a little squeezy. So if you get mad, you can squeeze that. You want to go to uh, Terminator Waifu News? <laughs> That's awesome. That's an awesome name. Um, sp- you'd go to space. Okay. Uh, you'd buy it. Jordan would buy a house. Space, I can live in my cave, Grug. There's a lot of debris, but also a lot of space. Yeah, plastic bag. I agree with you. Virgin is 250,000 for five minutes weightlessness. Yeah, that's a lot of money, man. 250 grand just to be up there for five minutes. But are you an adventurer? You know, are you an adventurer? Do you want to take like literally have the adventure that your parents and their parents were never going to have because it wasn't available to them? Are you going to be part of like the new people i guess this is a new thing like we never did this uh space i don't like being in one place for long enough for a house to make sense for me there you go so if you had a, if you had to buy a house or go to space go into space i would have to think about that so i would think if i had a hundred thousand dollars straight up and it's a hundred thousand dollars to go to space i'm with you mel i'm thinking like i'm i'm a wanderer um i would re- i would buy a cheap car that works and then I'd go to space because I'm like, eh, I can sleep in my car. <laughs> Why aren't we looking for an exoplanet? We're always looking for exoplanets. Uh, the problem is finding an exoplanet close enough. I would rent. There you go, Bob, dude, that's it. That's exactly it. You know, you get like a thousand bucks. Here's your rent. You're good. Uh, you'd live on Mars after the first thousand people. Oh, damn. That's a good idea. If I had $100,000, I'd wait for prices to fall and then pay less for it. So how long do you think it's going to be? If Virgin Galactic is doing $250,000 for flights, how long do you think it will take to get it down to $100,000? So I think, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, Pablo, thanks for that uh, sub, man. Appreciate that. Where are we at? We're we're on the verge of 50,000 subs right now. Literally, we might get there tonight if we get 64 more subs. If we get 64 more subs. So if we have everybody in chat that isn't subbed, sub to the channel right now, we're going to hit 50,000 because of you. Virgin gets you astronaut status wings. That would be sweet. I'd want that. Uh Pablo, thank you so much for that sub. You are the newest, the latest of Team Space. By the way, look at the top of chat. Look above you in chat. We have uh, Team Space gear available. We have merch, man. How come we aren't using money to find another Earth planet, make more people, astronauts, explore as far as we can go? The Okay, so that's a that's a big question. Um, and the short answer is they're really far away. It would take multiple lifetimes to get to them. Um, and if we 
you know, if we get to, you know, if we actually get to fly a starship, you know, we don't, we don't have the technology quite yet to, to build the thing. Um, then we can't really go there, but we are looking for exoplanets. We're looking for Goldilocks planets. You know, we're looking for planets close enough to a sun that it won't burn and far enough away. So there's water, but they're literally light years away. So it's hard to, it's hard to get there. Can we warp space? Yeah, not yet. Jordan is right. If we could, we would, we would do that right now, but we're not smart enough. We don't, well, we don't have the engineering yet. It just takes too much energy. Um, like we, we don't have enough engineering. We don't have enough power to expand space like that. I think Blue Origin will launch tourists on their new Shepard. Um, when? <laughs> when? When do you think? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, new Glenn? I hope so, Greg. I hope so. We need more power. Yes, we do. We need all the power. Uh, see, the other thing is we're really small. You know, we're just humans. You know, like we're we're just sacks of meat on bones. We don't have, literally, we don't have the power to bend space and to like warp space and to like make wormholes and things like that. No, much, no matter how much engineering we do, we can never be a black hole. We can never make a black hole, you know, that's big enough where we can just right like right now, it doesn't work. It doesn't happen like that. Six trillion miles ain't far enough. <laughs> we need a lot of engineers. We do. And we do have a lot of engineers right now, but it would be great if we had more. Probably later years, but for now, New Shepard will not launch humans. Yeah, that's I think eventually it might. Yeah. I think nuclear rockets will get the first humans to another solar system. I hope so, Grug. I hope so. Um, we we need some speed, man. Exoplanets may already be inhabited. We as aliens may not be welcome. What if we become the aliens? What if what if we're the aliens? Yeah, Deb, you got that right. What if we're the freaking aliens? What if what if all this like we're always scared right we're always scared of you know aliens invading right but what if we're literally the aliens what if we end up in an exoplanet someday and we're the people that they shoot out of the sky like independence day and there's like armies that are flying fighting against us what do we land we're probably going to be those people not us but like our probably five generations six generations from now we are the aliens. Yes, we need speed. Yes, Parker Solar Probe might probe might prove sun gravity assists could be the answer. Ooh, I come to take your cheeseburgers. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's how. That's if I were to invade, if I were to invade a a a planet, I'd be like, you know what, man, I just came for your cheeseburgers. Fusion's just fifteen years away. Didn't they say that fifteen years ago though? Isn't that what they always say? They always say some like a big breakthrough is like five years away. They always say like, um, I don't know. I've I've seen it so many times. You know, whether it's any sort of technology, 
Like, we're going to live to be 200 years old with the technology we have five years from now. But, and then five years rolls around, and then nobody lives to be 200 years old. And it it seems like it's always five to 10 years, 15 years away or whatever. It's like Linux. I always bring it back to Linux because it's like, this year is the year of the Linux desktop. It's like, well, Linux, you know, or the Linux uh, home personal desktop, I guess I should say, because Linux powers everything basically on the web. But, you know, Linux isn't the home thing that everybody always says that it's going to be. But I'm a, I'm a programmer, so that's why I do that. Back to the topic. How many toilets will be needed for Starship? Probably. If they're going to be sending 16 people, let's just let's just give it a 16 person number. Um, if we're going to have 16 people on Starship going to Mars, it's going to be an eight month trip ish, eight month trip. How about we go with. I'd say six toilet areas. That's a lot. I don't know. Four? You think four is good? What if everybody has space diarrhea at the same time? Like, <laughs> what if that happens? Literally, what if some, what if there's tainted food somewhere and people all get sick at the same time? You know, what's going to happen then? Like, you got to use the baby wipes, man. You got to use the baby wipes. See, you got to go back to this. Got to go back to the baby wipes. Because at that point, how are you going to keep yourself clean? If everyone is sick, you need redundancy diapers. Oh, yeah, space diapers. That would be cool. Space diapers would be a really good idea. What if we find a warp hole? What if we do, Emma? So those are the things. Like Those are the anomalies that you think about. Um, (laughs) Shmoo. (laughs) Um, Those are the things that you think about when you're like, we we don't know about them, right? We've we've never been there, right? So we've never been to space this far. We've never been to Mars. We've sent rovers to Mars, but there's nothing quite like a set of human eyes or hands or feet at a place. So we might be flying to Mars, right? And then we see an anomaly out the window, out these out of these beautiful gorgeous gigantic starship crew windows and if it looks like a black hole if it looks like an anomaly what do you do at that point do you turn into like a star trek situation where you're like you know you get on the comms and you say number two can we we have to investigate this thing or do you say like hey we need to finish this mission we need to go to mars we need to do this thing like what happens then mars is lame (laughs) only elon wants to go alien elon mars is pretty cool um if it starts stinking a starship uh jumping out the starship mid-flight oh you're gonna get ejected don't eat the space fish yeah so what what would you guys do so if you're piloting starship if you're piloting starship and you're literally the pilot of starship and out the window you see something that looks like nothing we've ever seen before would you say if you have extra fuel so you can get this to mars totally fine would you stop the ship navigate to the thing 
navigate to the anomaly, take a closer look, take video, photos, whatever kind of readings you can get from the thing. Would you do that? Or would you continue on the mission and just be like, didn't see that, didn't see that? Or what, what would you do? Because I don't know. You'd totally turn the ship. Emma, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I think I would turn the ship and just be like, it's go time. We this We're explorers. We're going to space, baby. So we're in space. We're going to Mars. But you know what? In between here and there, we are going to go do our thing over here in this anomaly. If there was a black hole between here and Mars, we would be in trouble. Agreed. Agreed. What if it's a warp tunnel, though? Send a probe. What if we don't have probes, though? Maybe you could maybe you could chart it out. Say, hey, I saw this thing. Send something there. Point your telescopes at this thing right now. Maybe. And then it follows you back, Liam. Ooh. Sounds like the Bermuda Triangle in space. Not a good idea. <laughs> Not practical with orbital mechanics, right? Yeah, it seems... It seems crazy. Like, it seems crazy that that would happen. But, it I mean, it might. You never know. It might. Um, do you think any other rockets will be able to compete with Starship? Um... Oh man, that's a that's a big question. I don't think so anytime soon. I don't think so anytime soon. I think Starship Starship and NASA, like SpaceX and NASA have such a great relationship right now and they've done so much work together and they're sending astronauts back to the space station literally tomorrow. Um that I think SpaceX is going to have uh, um you know, they're going to have a, a leg up on all the competition for a long time. I'm thinking 10 years, maybe. Space doesn't go that fast. New Glenn, maybe. New Armstrong. Yeah, New Armstrong might be kind of cool. Better ships in 15 years. Yeah, but then if we have Starship now, and then in 15 years, what will SpaceX be building in 15 years? You know? So, you know, think about what they've done in the last 10 years with SpaceX. And they went from literally like a rocket that could barely get to orbit to landing almost every single Falcon 9. And then tomorrow they're going to be launching in one of these things. Going to be launching one of these. A Falcon 9 with a crew dragon on top. This thing. Giant Falcon 9. Official space sounds this is just a display case a display stand legs go down see that's what i was talking about i have all the nerd space stuff um but yeah they're going to be launching and landing one of these things tomorrow tomorrow night don't fall over falcon you stay there oh it's gonna fall over let's prop you up against the wall buddy there you go SpaceX is amazing. Yeah, so yeah, imagine 10 years from now what SpaceX is going to be doing. They're going to be making Starship 2 um, on the moon. Like, are they going to be building Starship 2 twice as big as Starship? Where did you get the uh, Falcon 9 model? I got it on Etsy. There's a ton of them on Etsy. Let me see. It might have been Spaceship Balls. But if you... Would like a Falcon Heavy? Check, check this out too. This is a smaller Falcon Heavy, by the way. 
talking heavy. Uh, Bohimso, B-O-H-I-M-S-O on Etsy. You can get these things. This is cool. So this is like a, you know, you put on your desk, put on your nightstand or something. It's like just big enough that it's it's cool. But let me show you what how I got or which starship I got. Hold on. Um, I'll tell you what's what the uh, store was. Uh, starship balls on Etsy. That's the one. Um, more than four times bigger than Starship, thanks to orbital space yards. Yeah, right. I think that'll be crazy if that actually happens. Um, so I'm thinking about getting a starship from the same people. They have numerous, um, numerous starships. Super heavy, one four, one one forty fourth size model. And that's like it's like up to my. It's much smaller than that one, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that one that I got is uh, five feet tall. Is that five feet tall? No, it's not five feet tall. They won this five feet tall, though. I think I got this one. This one is a 172nd scale. It's 40 inches tall. The Starship, that's... Uh, they have one that's... Uh, it's about 62 inches tall, so much bigger than my Falcon 9. So that's pretty cool. All my space models are made out of Legos. I have a Falcon 9, Falcon Heavy, Starship, Saturn V, SLS, and more to come. Even SLS uh, Lego? That's awesome. Scrubby's doing great, too, by the way, Greg. Um, Andre, you're taking off? All right, man. Take care, dude. Um, I will see you at the next stream, buddy. And I will get back to you on Discord about the things that we talked about. Would a view out of the window, out of window on the way to Mars show much Milky Way? Maybe we're not sure exactly what it's going to look like out there, and that's why it's so cool. How long before launch will you be live tomorrow? Um, pretty much all day. I'm going to be live pretty much well, not all day. Um, launch is at seven, so I'm going to pop in here and there. And we're going to do some updates and stuff, some update streams. Um, but, uh, you know, an hour beforehand, probably before the launch, maybe two hours. You think Firefly or Virgin Orbit will reach orbit this year? Mm, maybe Virgin. Firefly might, but I'm kind of, I'm, I'm not skeptical. I just don't think they're far enough along yet. You've been making Starship and Falcon 9 models with paper because I got no money. What do they look like, Jarb? That sounds awesome. That's why you keep yelling at Elon to make Cybertruck a starship, but he doesn't listen. So like a Star Truck? What can be dangerous to use military? Um, yeah, we use military technology in space all the time. We send military stuff to space constantly. Spy satellites, etc. Um, could you imagine if we all had many spaceships? That would be pretty cool. How cool would it be if you could just go in your backyard and be like, hey guys, I'm going to... You know, I'm going to launch myself to Saturn today. Imagine a nuclear starship with nuclear RVAX. That would be sweet. You know how fast that would go? That would be insane. 
I would have to redesign all because I would use hydrogen and not locks. Oh, dang. Roll Starship kind of quickly to make fake gravity for a short while anyway. See, that sounds kind of... It sounds cool. Uh, Nero, there is actually some very, very real uh, talk about that right now. The military using Starships. Uh, time to fix dinner. Bob, have a great dinner, man. And thanks again for the uh, super chat. Andre, you too, man. Before you go, thank you so much. I don't know if you're gone yet, Andre, but thank you so much for those super chats, guys. Um, yeah, Nero. So Starship has great potential for exploration, right? Starship also has great potential for the military because if they need to get supplies across the world basically anywhere within an hour or two as opposed to right now they have to spend 12 hours 13 hours whatever in a giant plane so you just put them on a starship they're there in an hour or two so uh, the military is really interested very very interested in starships so man it's it's a it's it's one of my like one of the things that I think about a lot is do we really need that do we really need starship to be a military vehicle as well my answer is yes we do need military starship so we can fund the starship that goes to mars sends people to mars sends people to pluto wherever we need that money man uh, like you think Starlink is going to pay for everything. I wish, but I don't think it's going to, it's not going to pay for everything. I think military money is the only way to go. And that's kind of how this, how space works anyway. You have to have military uh, clearance to get to space. You know, you have to get, you have to get in with a system in order to like move along with these kind of companies. So it's kind of, it kind of sucks. It, it sucks that, you know, Starship and SpaceX uh, have to go that route, but, Sometimes you got to. Uh, what if we just had Red Cross in the Space Force? Think about this too, Emma. Um, so the ends justify the means, Timothy. Um, maybe? Depends, I guess. It's not an Amazon truck from a new Glenn. Um, Red Cross and Space Force. So what if, but this is a, another thing. What if you need to get supplies from one part of the, of the, uh, of the world, right? And then there's a hurricane. It just destroys a, you know, destroys an island or something. And the only way to get there is by air travel. But the supplies, say if we're in the U.S. and something happens in China, they need our help. Starship to the rescue, you know, it'll be there in an hour. Okay. Oh, you guys need, you know, twenty thousand pounds of food. Here it comes. We're coming for you, buddy. Um, so. Starship could be a lifesaver as well. You know, um, we need to just create a globalized society. I think it's going to happen. You know, I, I, but not yet. People aren't smart enough to do that yet. People still have their teams. You know, we're all on team space here because we want cool things to happen in space, but people have their teams too. You know, they can have their team or their, their country, their city, their football team, their basketball team, hockey, uh, football, actual football, soccer. Um, you know, I'm Team Dunky, Team Dunkin' Donuts over Starbucks. You know, 
So I'm Team Space as well. Team Space gear in the top of the chat. Click on it <laughs> or go to spacenewspod.com and you can get your gear there. Um, they're like that little plug. That was pretty smart. Um, can it do the Ke- the Kessel run? I don't know. I don't think it can. Is Bigelow Aerospace officially dead? I don't think so. I think they're still making pods, man. Red Cross Starships. That's a... Emma, that is a really good... I like that. I said we only need the Red uh, the Red Cross and... Um, was it Red Cross and something else? Red Cross and Space Force. Yeah, the Red... I think it's... I think it's imperative that we get starships up there for uh, human missions. 36 crew max to Mars. What do you think, uh, Stitchum, what do you think is going to be the normal crew size to get to Mars? We're thinking 16 to 18. So we did 16 on our initial video. And we're kind of like, we're, we're, we're feeling it out. We're feeling it out. Also, I want to show you guys this, too, um, just so you guys can see. All right, I'm going to head out. Thanks for answering my question. Listen to everything I had to say. Matthew, thanks for being here. You're awesome. Thanks for supporting the show. Space Force and Red Crash. The Crash. Uh, Starship to clean space debris. Do you think it'll open up and just, like, eat the stuff? It's possible. Four astronauts, one capsule. Um, don't really want st- military starships in real life. Yeah, Batista, I agree with you. I don't, but I think we need them. Like, I think that's gonna I think it's gonna pay for the actual, like Star Trek style starships. Unfortunately, so I want to show you guys this too, real quick. Bohemzo, sponsor of the show. I got to show you this guys, these guys stuff because it's awesome. Um, so if you want any of the of the models that I have um, available on Etsy, Bohimso, B-O-H-I-M-S-O. Uh, really cool stuff. Lunar Starship, I got one of those back there. Really good prices too, 39 bucks. Like for a Lunar Starship, that's that's pretty good. Um, and it's this size, right? Where is it? It's right here. And they come at a cool stand, but they're this size right here. So like as big as your head basically so it's like this size right here that size lunar starship very detailed very very solid too so check those guys out i know i'm like pitching these guys products but i I really do love them and they really have really great stuff so um very well made 39 bucks good prices like really good prices for them actually for these uh for these models and then they have all these uh, the dragon xl this is i got one of these I have a Dragon XL back there somewhere. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It comes with a cool stand and stuff. They have starships. Speaking of starships, they have a regular starship, the Mars starship. Very well made. That's the one on my uh, stand back there. And we have starship... Mark one. I have an SN8 two back there, which is kind of funny. I want one of these. This is my next. This is my next one right here. Starship Mark one. That's the one I want to get. Little stubby guy. So anyway, yeah. The Dragon XL looks sick, doesn't it? Look at this thing. The Dragon XL looks crazy. It's just a tube. 
Like space is just a, just a series of tubes. The space exploration. Yeah, the dragon. And this is a cool model too. I enjoy. I enjoy looking at it. It's really nice. It comes in a bunch of pieces. Put it all together. You mount it up. Looks really great. So. What doubts do you have about Starship? A lot of speculation about rapid deployment. Stuff sounds similar to the way people thought the space shuttle would be used. Um, have any doubts about Starship? I think they're rushing through it really fast. And for me, as somebody who's into, um, you know, like the idea of move fast and break stuff, you know, as a developer, I've always thought like, fix it and fix it later you know like ship it with bugs fix it later which is the horrible thing to do but you got to get a product out right so that's kind of what they're doing with starship they're like let's break stuff and then we'll fix it later fix it in post and you know i i think i think that mentality needs to be there for something like this this is skunk works this is the way that it just it just works right like you gotta work really hard and try crazy stuff in order for things to work uh you think the flaps need a slight rethink maybe i'm not a i'm not a engineer i'm not a starship engineer so i can't really speak to that um i think there is i think there's merit to the design uh because if there wasn't merit to the design they wouldn't be doing it um bezos needs just just needs just needs to do something else uh, have doubts about Lunar Starship. How will it be reloaded and refueled? Uh, butt to butt, bottom to bottom. There's going to be refueling at the bottom. Uh, Lunar Starship, there's going to be a Starship tanker that goes to orbit. Um, let me see if I can find that, actually. Let me see. Uh, let me see if it's available. SpaceX has a really great um, animation about that. Moon Starship. I'll show you this animation. It's on the SpaceX site. Um, somewhere on the SpaceX site. I know it's on here somewhere. Well, I can't find it, so... Um, So realistically, let me see here. There we go. Okay, let's check this out. So moon starship, orbital refueling somewhere in this bunch of stuff. Starship. I guess they didn't. <laughs> I guess they don't have another site. I was mistaken, but uh, we need to. Tr we do need to try crazy stuff. Yeah. We do need to try crazy stuff. Starships. Oh, okay. I've se I've actually. Very good. Very good. That is exactly where I was refilling because I was like, I know I saw it somewhere, but thanks for that link ish link ish right here. Refillable refilling. I was at this part because I was watching this. So watch this. 
So this is this is from 2019. So the, there's the graphic, basically. Starship on the right, Starship Refueler on the left. And basically what they do is they mate them on the bottom. The refueling ship puts fuel in a Starship, and then Starship goes to um, um, you know, goes to its destination. So that's the short of it. You know, they they touch butts, and then the, the butt of the refueler, <laughs> sort of like a Starship centipede, if you got me. Um, that's a horrible, horrible thing. I should go to bed. I should go to bed. I'm in trouble now. Uh, do we just not allow to watch? Yeah, we're not. We're not really allowed to watch at all. Um, let's see. So we gotta, we gotta just get whatever we can out of that. Um, what is the delay between seeing my text and me typing it, Russ? I'm not sure. YouTube takes care of all that stuff. It should be pretty quick though. Um, no SpaceX have begun developing their own. Uh, I don't know, Sabatier uh, reactors for in-situ resource utilization yet. I'm guessing that getting a compact reactor is crucial. I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything about that. Um, but I could take a look at it. I'm sure they're working on it, though, because there's no reason why they wouldn't be working on that, especially with moon missions coming up. Um, but at least they have their hands in it somewhere. Um uh, I have always been interested in the question whether it's not dangerous to commercialize space because everyone thinks about money, but nobody thinks about the ecology of the earth. So do you think so do you think we're gonna take our problems with us to space? Because people think, hey, we're going to space, we're gonna change. Do you think humans will change once we get you know the view of our earth from space, you know, there's numerous people that have said so many times, send every politician to space and see what they say, you know, see what they, they think about humanity at that point. See if they'll change themselves and their ways. Um, so I don't know. I, I think we're going to stay the same. We're humans, you know, we have an innate nature to, to rule and conquer. So I think we're going to kind of keep doing the same thing. we got to send the right people there though. Um, so commercializing it depends on who commercializes it. It's going to be a big business though. It's going to be a lot of money. And with that comes greed and with that comes power. So got to be scared of that. Uh, how do you think, I'm going to do a couple more questions that I got to take off. How do you think Lunar Starship will get heavy equipment and stuff down to the surface? Why launch Orion at this point? If we just take another Starship to get the heavy equipment up first. Yeah, that, okay. Uh, Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense, right? It doesn't make any sense. Just just make Starship. Orion, I mean, it's almost there. They're really close to that. Uh, SLS should hopefully launch next year. Maybe. Also, by the way, um, if you're not subscribed to the channel and you're enjoying this chat, please feel free to subscribe to the channel because I do these all the time. 
you know, we talk about starships, we talk about SpaceX, we talk about stuff like this all the time. Live shows every Monday and Friday on YouTube and on Twitch every Tuesday and Thursday. Twitch.tv slash pod. So please go check out the Twitch channel. We have we're growing it. Um and we're you know, we're we're getting there. So that'll be a thing in the next we're gonna make that work there. The Twitch channel is going to be a big thing in the next six months. So get on there now, twitch.tv slash space news pod, because we're moving some of our podcasts over there. So you'll only be able to get them there. Um, does anybody remember the Japanese plan to turn the moon into a giant solar station? Yeah, I remember that. I had I made it. I posted an article about that a long time ago. And it was silly. Why would you beam? Why would you make solar power on the moon and then beam it to the earth? Like, what happens if there's clouds? <laughs> you know, like, what the heck? Uh, the problem needs to take that into account. But hopefully uh, later, most starships will launch from space and the resources from the asteroids uh, might destroy the asteroids. Yeah, that's true. Remember, we are the aliens. We, yeah. I mean, so Emma, do you think we came here on an asteroid at the beginning? How significant is Photon to Rocket Lab's mission beyond Earth orbit? Let me see how big this thing is. Hold on a second. Nero, thank you very much for that. Um, oh, Photon. Uh, I thought it was another engine. Satellite stuff. Um, do more, spend less, reach orbit. I think any... So this is the... This is how I think about this. These kind of innovations is they need to happen in order for these little companies to build a bigger company and to build a bigger company and to keep innovating. They need money. So they need products like this to keep them going. It all, it all happens with it. Like follow the money. You know, this is going to make a money. Photon's going to make a money and then they're going to use that money to build a bigger rocket or bigger satellites or get to Mars, which is pretty cool. That's what happened to SpaceX. Russia has been complaining a little about the bars that Raptor can do. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People complain about it all the time. But um, you just saw the launch timetable on TV. Nice, Clifford. Rocket Lab is more Earth-focused, as Peter Beckett said, uh, not the next SpaceX. Yes, agreed. Yeah, and but, you know, they, they do have their eye on deep space eventually. Um, they're earth focused for now, but there's only so much you can do on earth. Eventually they'll have to move into deep space. Um, one of my thoughts about Israel, keep doing what you're doing, Israel. We need more space agencies out there. Um, Stephanie, I'm seeing your messages. Hello. I don't know how many you've, how many you've done. Tag me, um, in the message, do an at space news pod, and then I'll see your message easier. Do you know what's the deal with crybaby Elon? What do you mean crybaby Elon? I don't think... Is he crying about stuff? 
So tomorrow we're going to do the Crew One launch, right? We're going to have a, a show for the Crew One launch. So make sure to subscribe and get notifications because um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be like this. And we'll have discussions like this all like before the show as well. Uh, not tonight, tomorrow night, the launch in tomorrow night for a crew one good mining in space explore the space industry and when joe this will be my deb you're still here um uh this is going to be my last answer or question answer here joe barker uh could mining in space explore the space industry and when space mining is going to be a while from now i think 20 years is realistic um for it to start and then after that 50 years before it becomes a thing. So, yeah, I think I it's going to take a while. You know, it's not going to be overnight. I think it's going to be 20, 30 years before it actually starts being a thing. But then 50 years is where I'm gonna, when we're going to start seeing the real potential of it. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Okay, so why do people love my Total Body Bar workouts? Because they work. My clients get an amazing workout and great results. I'm Andrea Rogers, professional dancer and trainer, and my Extend Bar classes are fun, only 30 minutes, and proven to help you get sculpted, lean, and strong. And right now, you can stream my Extend Bar classes for free on the Beachbody On Demand app. See how effective these workouts truly are. Start for free today at Beachbody.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.